Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of of God. That's what we do here every morning. I'm with you for the next hour, and I'm so grateful that you would join me. Welcome to all my Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders, my Ignite Network members, Awakening House of Prayer family, and the rest of you. God bless you. I want to remind you we have services on Sunday in South Florida. Yeah, we've got four churches, eight prayer houses, and 300 prayer hubs all over the world, but I'm here in South Florida. I want to invite you to stop by. People come from all over the place every week just to spend the weekend with us, get a little deliverance, a little prophecy, get a little encouragement. Amen. I'm there all day on Sundays, preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils, moving in the gifts, glorifying God. Come on over to Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Don't be discouraged if you're not in the region. You can watch that first service online at ahop.online and consider becoming a web church member an official web church member. Anybody can watch the weekly broadcast, but the official web church members, well, you get access to all my archives and a lot of other benefits of being aligned with us officially so I can be your virtual pastor. Check that out, ahop.online. That second service, guys, you know the drill. It's School of the Spirit at Ahop. You can find that, if you're not in the region, at schoolofthespirit.tv. There's so many classes over there for you. So much equipping opportunity. Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit is our current series. But there's School of Deliverance. There is School of Spiritual Warfare, School of Prayer and Intercession, Developing Spiritual Discernment. The equipping opportunities are vast. Get equipped and use the code, my gift to you. Listen, my gift to you. Listen, my gift to you. The code for the discount, shh, it's just for you. Mornings, M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S. Amen. God bless you. Let's get started with the official reading of the devotional. I'm reading today from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, Quench the Enemy's Fire with My Word. Quench the Enemy's Fire with My Word word. And here's what I heard the Lord say. When the enemy acts, I'm sorry, when the enemy sets your field on fire, quench the raging inferno with my word. Let me read that again. When the enemy sets your field on fire, quench the raging inferno with my word. There are three that agree, the water, the spirit, and the blood. And the Lord says, let the water of my word lick up the flames of the evil one. Speak my word into the situation and watch the enemy's plans drown in the overflow of your faith-filled, spirit-led decrees. Plead the blood of Jesus over everything that belongs to you. Take a stand for your field and command the enemy to leave. In Christ's name, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a good word. I don't care where you're from. Isaiah 55, 11, Proverbs 30, verse 5, and Isaiah 40, verse 8. 
Now the prayer starter and the decree, Father, strengthen my arms so I can keep my shield of faith lifted high and quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Give me new boldness to speak your word with authority. I decree the release of double fire against the enemy of my soul. I declare the blood of Jesus cleanses and protects me from unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you with everything in us, with all that we have and all that we are. We bow before you in reverence of your generous spirit, in reverence of your awesome power. In reverence of who you are, everything that you represent to us, and we don't even know the half of it. (laughs) We're only partially aware of your goodness. We're only uh, minimally aware of your great love for us as much as we know there's so much more that we do not know, and it's so good. Father, we want to tap into the goodness of God, the blessings of God, the revelation of God, the wisdom of God, the strength of God, the fill in the blank. God, we need you. And sometimes we don't know what we need, but we praise you because you know what we need and you know what we need before we even ask it. And when we begin to pray, you're already sending when we're getting when we begin to pray, you already are beginning to send the answer. We praise you this morning. You're an awesome God. You saved us from the miry clay. You saved us from the kingdom of darkness. You saved us from ourselves. When we were about to go off the deep end, you constrained us, you convicted us, you showed us a better way, you gave us a path to life. We're so grateful. We're so grateful for the narrow path that leads to life, that you've delivered us from that broad path that leads to destruction. You delivered us from the kingdom of wickedness, the kingdom of sin, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of disease, the kingdom of sickness, the kingdom of demonic oppression. You delivered us from these things, and we refuse to walk back in that way again. We refuse to step foot back on the broad path. We refuse to turn around and look back from whence we came. We refuse to allow ourselves to be paralyzed by the pain of the past. We refuse to operate out of a dark kingdom. We refuse to come into agreement with what the enemy says, what the enemy is trying to do, what he wants to do, what he plans to do. We refuse to come into agreement with that paradigm with that kingdom, with the dark forces and the hordes of hell. We refuse this morning. We reject it in the name of Jesus. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The enemy has caused some of you to be rejected. It's time for you to rise up and be the rejecter of darkness, the rejecter of offense. Come on. It's time for you. You might feel rejected. You might feel abused. You might feel accused, but it's time for you to begin to rise up and move in the opposite spirit. Oh, stop agreeing with darkness. Hey, stop agreeing with sickness. Oh, Jesus, stop agreeing with strife. Stop coming into agreement with the wrong God. Jesus called Satan the God of this world. The prince of the power of the air is how the Bible describes him. He has some measure of power. Do not come into agreement with the enemy's power. Come into agreement with the power of the living God. Begin to rise up and reject the rejection. Come on. Many of you are plagued with this. You're overwhelmed with rejection. You're afraid people will reject you. Oh, there's so many issues 
in your heart, but you have the power on the inside of you to rise up and reject the rejection. You have the power on the inside of you to rise up and reject the addiction. You have the power on the inside of you to rise up and reject the condemnation. Come on, what do you need to reject? Come on, the enemy wants to make many of you feel like rejects, but you're not rejected. You are accepted in the beloved. That is your portion. That is your fate. That is your destiny. That is who you are. It is time for you to flip the script on the evil one. It's time for you to push back the darkness that has encroached upon the light of your life. It's time for you to begin to say, no mas, devil, uh-uh, not this time. You might have got me last time, but you ain't get me this time. I've grown. I've gained wisdom. I have more understanding. I'm walking in the presence of the spirit of God. I am led by him. I am moved by him and I will not allow your wicked voice to take up space in my holy mind. I said, I will not allow your wicked voice to take up space in my holy mind. I decree my mind. Come on, decree it with me. I decree my mind is sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I decree my eyes are sanctified. I'm consecrated. I'm set apart. Come out from among them, says the Lord. Be thou separate, says the Lord. Oh, Jesus, we reject the voice of rejection. Come on, somebody needs to rise up this morning and reject that spirit of lack that's trying to get up under your door. Somebody just needs to rise up this morning and reject that voice of insecurity that keeps you stuck in a low-paying job when you could be more prosperous than you even know. Some of you just need to rise up and begin to reject the things that are taking you out of the will of God once and for all. Have your mind set on things above and not on the things of the earth. Let your will be done, God, in the earth as it is in heaven. That is your prayer. That is your stance. You shall no longer be oppressed, depressed, repressed, in bondage, in yokes, in bondage, in fetters, in chains. No longer. Rise up, people of God. Rise up, people of God. Rise up in Sweden. Rise up in Slovenia. Rise up in Russia. Come on, you hear me. Rise up in India and begin to reject these demonic agendas, plots, plans, strategies, and tactics against your life. God's already done everything he's going to do about the devil. He gave you authority over these voices in the world. You rise up. Rise up, push back, rise up, push back, rise up, push back. Take authority over these things. Come on, come on. When you get sick and tired of it, you'll be sick and tired of it. You'll look for a better way. Jesus is the better way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the captain of the host. Jesus is the bright and morning star. Jesus is the faithful witness. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So we're going to prophesy over ourselves today.
Oh, no longer will we give ear to the devil's prophetic words over our lives. No longer will we come into agreement saying yes and amen to what the devil has to say about us. No longer will we sit and wonder, is what the devil's saying about me true? No, 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 no. But we will look in the word of the living God. We will look into the word of the almighty God. We will look into the word of the everlasting God to find out what he has to say about us. We will sit in the presence of the one true God who loves us and died for us. And we will listen for his still small voice to tell us who we are, to show us things to come, to move us into the next, to keep us in the right step. Kairos time's coming. Kairos time's coming. Kairos time's coming. I'll tell you the truth. Some of you, if you would just rise up and reject the enemy's plans verbally, I said verbally, I said verbally, I said you can't do it in your mind verbally. I said you have to do it out loud verbally. I said you can't just sit there and think about it verbally. I said it's not enough to write it down in your journal verbally. If you would just rise up and begin to push back the enemy's darkness verbally, if you would just let these words come out of your mouth, it's is written, fill in the blank, use the appropriate scripture, find the living word of God that applies to your situation. If you would just open up your holy mouth to do something besides complaining and moaning and groaning and crying, if you will begin to speak words of life against the words of death, if you will begin to speak words of lightness against the words of darkness, then you would walk in consistent victory. The victory that Christ died to give you, it's your portion. To a large extent, it's up to you how you're going to live. To a large extent, it's up to you how you're going to move. To a large extent, it's up to you in whom you're going to have your being. Are you going to live, move, and have your being in Christ? Are you going to live, move, and have your being in your flesh? Are you going to live, move, and have your being in some kind of oppressive spirit that dictates to you what you can have, how far you can go in life, what, where you can go to college? <laughs> Father, we're going to prophesy over ourselves this morning. Come on. Come on. Let's prophesy over ourselves this morning. You don't need no prophet to give you a prophetic word every five minutes. <laughs> Jesus is your prophet. Jesus, the Holy Ghost, is the prophetic voice in your life. He's giving you the testimony of Jesus. So prophesy over. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. 
Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. And never have to borrow, I prophesy over you that God has given you the power to create wealth, to establish his covenant in the earth. I prophesy, oh, go, let me include, excuse me, just, just, just excuse me. Let me go ahead and include myself in this prophetic utterance. I prophesy over us that we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives even unto the death. I prophesy that everywhere I put my foot and everywhere where you put your foot, it belongs to you. Everywhere your foot treads, it belongs to you. I prophesy our promised land is being tended by the enemy just until we get there to go ahead and dispossess those former occupants. They're just stewarding the land. They're just planting our crops. They're just keeping the grass mowed until we get there. I decree our promised land is secure. I decree the promises of God are yes and amen. I decree that we have wide open ears and wide open eyes and and we shall not be deceived by the wiles of the enemy. I decree and declare that this day we will walk in prosperity. This day we will walk in security. This day we will walk in the confidence of God Almighty. This day we will walk in the power of the one who saved us. This day we will walk in compassion toward others around us. This day, come on, come on, begin to prophesy over yourself. Begin to speak words of life out of your holy mouth. It's a new day. God's mercies are new every day. God's grace is sufficient for today. Today might be the day that you finally get healed. Today might be the day. What if it was? How would you act? What would you do? You'd be celebrating right now. If I told you God was going to heal you at nine o'clock tonight, you'd praise him all day. You'd thank him every moment of the moment. You'd every second of the moment. You keep on praising him. So why not do that now? Because your breakthrough is imminent. Your breakthrough is closer than you think. Your breakthrough is nearer than you know. I said the enemy's trying to talk you out of it. You got to talk yourself back into it. God's already told you. He's not going to talk you into it. So Father, help us, Lord, to watch our talk, to watch our mouth, to watch our thoughts. Because the enemy comes with those vain imaginations, those subtle, clever questions to cause us to doubt your word. Help us to stop falling for this strategy. It's as old as mankind. Dear God, help us, Lord. If we haven't learned this by now, we really need to get delivered. It worked on Eve. It's been working on us ever since. The subtle questions that get us to doubt God's promises. The subtle questions that get us to wonder, did we hear God right? Is that what he really said? The subtle questions that cause us to sin. Because whatever is not of faith 
is sin. So help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to hear your voice louder than any other and to obey your voice quicker than any other, to shun all disobedience and every disobedient voice, to walk in your presence continually, <laughs> to cultivate that lifestyle of walking in the presence of God, walking in the spirit of God continually, not just on Sundays. But on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, just the same. Ears perked up, spirit open, eyes alive, looking, waiting, watching for some way to glorify your name, God. Because you are worthy of our praise. You are the glorious warrior God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to see what we've not seen before. To look at something from another angle. Give us a new perspective, God. Give us a new perspective. Give us a new vista. Give us a new understanding, a revelation, something. Shake us up a little bit because we get complacent sometimes in our distress and our, and our trials and the mundaneness of life. I see that, Lord. Some of you, you're just like bored. <laughs> really, some of you are just bored. That's the problem. You're just bored. You, you just feel like your life is just like it's the same every day, every day. Every day, every day, every day, every day. Guess what? That is much of what life is in the natural. But you can have an adventure in the Holy Ghost every day. When you understand your purpose, when you align your activities with what God's called you to do, every day is an adventure. New revelation, streams of revelation, understanding, wisdom. Yeah, there's still bad days. But when you understand your purpose, when you know what you're here for, <laughs> changes everything it makes it worthwhile david understood david understood when he faced goliath david understood that he was the future king david understood that he was anointed david understood that he was equipped in the wilderness he dealt with the lion and the bear who tried to take his sheep so the uncircumcised philistine well he had perspective on that he had a different view than the others. He knew who he was. He knew his calling. He knew his identity. He knew his purpose. Guess what? Listen, wait for it. Watch, watch, watch. And he knew his God. And even if you don't know your purpose, you can know your God. Even if you don't know your calling, you can know your God. And the rest will unfold in his presence. So, Father, thank you today. Thank you today for resetting us. Thank you today for helping us see what we couldn't see before. Help us today to just relax, <laughs> just to relax in your heart, just to relax, just to, just to trust, just to rest in who you are because you are, <laughs> and that's enough. It's enough that you are. It's just enough that you are. It's just enough that you are. And we praise you and we thank you today that you are. Thank you, Jesus. Come on now, let's deal with this, the spirit of courage. Let's deal with the courage side of this equation. See, it's one thing to have skills, and it's another thing to have courage. All of the Israelites who were facing down Goliath, just to use that as an example, they all had skills. Hear me well. They all had skills. They were all trained for battle, all of them. David actually wasn't, listen. Listen to me. David actually wasn't trained for battle. 
All he had was a sling and a stone. He tried on Saul's armor and he, 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 he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't, he couldn't, it wasn't suitable to him. He'd never worn it before. He, 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 David was not trained for war against people, especially a giant. The Israelites were trained for war. But the Bible says that they were shaken in their boots, man. They were afraid. They were scared out of their wits at the Valley of Elah, hearing Goliath's threats. They were afraid. They were scared. They had no courage. Listen to me. They were skilled in warfare, but they had no courage. David, on the other hand, was unskilled in warfare, but he had courage, and that makes all the difference. We have to stop looking at what we have in the natural and begin to look at what we have in the spirit. I'll tell you this quick story and we'll pray. Many years ago when I was a freelance journalist, I was working for Fortune 500 companies. Well, I didn't start off working for Fortune 500 companies. I started working off working for window cleaning magazines and, you know, parenting magazines, anything I could get to survive, to stay alive. But God kept promoting me. And these Fortune 500 companies, they would say, well, do you know how to write marketing copy for magazines? And I would say, yes, I can do that. Well, I'd never done it before. <laughs> I'd never done it before, but they were offering me like $1,000 an hour to do it. I'd never done it before. I had to write five words and I'd get like $3,000. I was like, okay. I had courage that God, because he brought the opportunity to my doorstep and because I looked at him to my provider, I had courage that I could do what I needed to do. This courage is not all about warfare. It's for other aspects of your life. And God always taught me how to do it. And he gave me supernatural revelation of what to say. And people in Microsoft and Amazon and all these companies were so amazed all the time at the stuff I would bring forth, having never been college educated. We need to stop looking at our limitations and start having courage and start having tr trust and faith in the God who's called us forth. Because when he, when, he, when he puts his courage on us, which he has already, you've already got it. When we tap into it, we can do anything. Remember what he told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And you can claim that promise for yourself. You can claim that. You can claim that. And guess what? It's not a suggestion. God commanded Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, Father, we thank you this morning that we will take courage. We will let our hearts take courage. We will be strong and courageous. God, if there's any fearfulness in our hearts about what you've called us to do or the battle we're facing or the trial we're in, would you deliver us from that fear? Because you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So, Father, just get that fear out of us, root down to the, to the core, and strip us of the fear that keeps us from walking in courage. Paul said, be strong and let your heart take courage. That's us. So, Father, help us. Help us to press past the past experiences of failure where we're scared to try again because the last time it didn't work out too well. We're scared to get married again because last time it didn't work out too well. We're scared to launch that business because last time it didn't work out too well. We're scared to make that investment because last time it didn't work out too well. Father, help us to stop being uh, 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 paralyzed and, and, and servants to our past. 
when you've called us to a future and a hope that's greater than anything eye has seen or ear has heard or has ever entered into the heart of man. Father, help the, help the courage that is resident within us by nature of the Holy Spirit's life in us to bubble up to the top over the fear, over the rejection, over the anxiety. Make us courageous, Lord. 1 Chronicles 28.20, the Lord says, be strong. Now David said to his son, be strong and courageous and do it. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God, even my God, is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you until the work is completed. Over and over in scripture, we see how God says, I'm with you. Not even that. I'm for you. (laughs) Not even that. I'm making a way for you. I'm the breaker, the forerunner. I'm going ahead of you. Not only that, I'm your rear guard. I'm behind you. I got your back. Not only that, I surround you with favor like a shield. Not only that, I've taught your hands to battle and your fingers to war. Not only that, but everywhere you put your foot tread, it belongs to you. And I've given you power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Not only that, but no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. Not only that, but when you walk through the fire, I'll be with you. And when you walk through the waters, I'll be with you. And if you get thrown into a fiery furnace, I'll be the fourth man in the fire. And if you get put into a lion's den, I'll send angels around you. And if you get called up to testify, I'll put words in your mouth. That is how much God is for you. Be strong and courageous, not because you're all that, but because God's all that. Be strong and courageous, not because you can do it in your own strength, but because you can do it in his strength. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Not because you're so skilled, but because he's so good. (laughs) Not because you're so wise, but because he gives you the wisdom you need to succeed in the moment that you need it. Never late. Might not come early, but it's never late. Be courageous today. Tap into that spirit of courage because he's with you. He's for you. He lives in you. And his spirit rests upon you. You cannot lose if you don't quit. Father, give us this mindset today. Encourage our hearts with these truths. Remind us when we get in these situations, whether it's a relational issue or financial issue or spiritual warfare issue, help us to remember how good you are and the promises that you've made us. They call them great and precious promises for a reason. They're called yes and amen promises for a reason. God's word never fails. His love never fails. The grass will wither. We're all going to fade away. These fleshly tents will be with him forever and his word endures forever. His love endures forever. His love conquers all. So, Father, we thank you today for courage. We've already got it. Help us tap into it. The most courageous one is in us, God Almighty, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, making their abode in us as we love and obey him and walk in his will. We can't lose. And even sometimes... What seems like a loss was not a loss. It was protection. Somebody needs to hear that. Some of you out there, you thought it was rejection. You thought it was a loss. You thought you missed it, but it was God protecting you so that you wouldn't have to go through trials and trauma and drama and upset and heartbreak. He's got something better for you than what you can imagine. So we praise you today. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to be courageous 
from here on out, when we feel weak, we know that you're strong. Your strength is perfected in our weakness. So we can be courageous, not because we're skilled. David wasn't skilled. He'd never swung a sword. All he had in his hand was a sling and a stone, but God used it. Moses could be courageous at the parting of the Red Sea, not because he'd ever led people out of bondage before. He had no skills. He was a shepherd in the backside of the wilderness for 40 years. It's funny how some of the greatest ones in the Bible were shepherds, isn't it? Moses used what was in his hand. God used what was in Moses' hand, the staff. He wasn't skilled in leadership, but he had courage. So, Father, help us to stop looking at what we're not and what we don't have and begin to look at who we are in you and what you've given us because you're good and you love us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.